Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Seven fifteen, fifteen minutes after 7 o'clock. I'm going to try to be an Ed McMahon here. Here's Gino. <laughs> Coming in stage right. Standby camera one. Yeah, standby camera one. The, the, the crowd, though, they are excited. Let me just tell you, they're happy you are here. Good morning, Gene. How are you? I'm doing fine, and good morning. I'm glad you're here. I hear you weren't feeling too well. well. You were checking on me pretty much uh, every day this week, and thank you for that. Well, you sound good, so the public's uh, ingratiated with the spirit and vivid vigor of Michael Pohl. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm here, honestly. I'll tell you. (laughs) You you know, I had a couple of days there where I I was not sure how this was going to go, but uh, but I feel much better. Thank you. And I appreciate you checking on me, Gene. You're the only one that checked on me beside my mother. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I'm proud to be in the same category as your mother, I think. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so, you know, a lot going on this week. I, you know, I pretty much, you know, Gene, I, I told you this the other day when we talked, I've pretty much gotten caught up on the news because I just laid in bed because I couldn't move and watched the news most of the day. And so, you know, there's a lot going on. I mean, we could talk about a lot of different things. Uh, you know, Putin, he's really sort of changed, uh, sort of pivoted. And the things he's talking about, the Biden administration, of course, doing what they do best, leading from behind. They had to be pushed to do the right thing. Where do you want to go this morning? What do you want to talk about? <clears throat> well, Putin better take a change of position. He's uh, lost over 7,000 of his army uh, with, uh, with the modest uh, defense systems of Ukraine that were haphazardly given to him at the last minute, uh, Ukraine that is, and uh, and Russia loses over 7,000 of its soldiers, some of whom, most of whom, don't know why they're over there attacking Ukraine in the first place. But, you know, we can't blame just uh, uh, Putin. I look, uh, uh, before I, po- remember my saying, before I point the finger at others, I'm always taking a look at my own inventory first. So looking at home, Let's look at our dear Vice President Kamala Harris. She goes over and says Ukrainians are part of the NATO alliance. The Ukrainians are not part of NATO. Uh, the truth of the matter is they would like to be and are reaching out to uh, NATO alliance for, um, for help and support. By the way, can I just take a, a comment on that for a second? Yeah, sure. Uh, here's, 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 here's what's got me crazy. So you got Ukraine wanting to put, come into the NATO alliance and seek support from all of the, uh, European nations, uh, because Europeans should be thinking, hey, we're next. But why is it uh, that we, as part of the NATO alliance, get no help in return to protect our southern border? Where are, where is our NATO alliance in helping us instead of chastising us and uh, beating us up and making fun of us? Where are our NATO allies in supporting us on the uh, uh, reckless insurgence that's going on on our southern border? Now, I don't take 
I, I don't take a breath and say we shouldn't be helping Ukraine. There's no question we should be helping Ukraine. In fact, Michael, you know what's exciting? We are helping Ukraine because we believe in principles. There was no NATO alliance when we came to the defense of Europe and uh, when Hitler was the aggressor uh, and the start of World War II. But there, the, the, the NATO alliance came soon after. So we believe in principles and defended foreign nations from the onslaught of, uh, of Hitler. Why can we not seek the same sort of support now from uh, those around the nation in helping us in defending our border, uh, the, our southern border? Well, that's a great question because our southern border is so porous and wide open and the administration that we currently have, they just don't care. They just allow anybody that wants to come. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting to, to watch some of these politicians in Washington discuss how terrible it is that people are bum rushing the border with tanks and artillery and guns and uh, coming into Ukraine, but yet they could look over to our southern border and not see anything wrong with that. What's wrong with this That's picture? Correct. Huh? Yeah, well, you know, uh, am I a hypocrite when I say in the previous broadcast, failure to defend the rights of others may someday result in your rights not being defended? So here we are showing a moral, ethical principle in defending the human rights of others, the Ukrainians. But mm -hmm. but uh, uh, am I wrong? Where, where's the rest of the world in defending our southern border? They expect from us, but can we not expect from them? You know, one of the, the basic ideas of, of the United States of America enshrined in our Constitution is a common defense, right? A common defense, yes. that's the biggest, that's the, that's the one thing that everybody that was on the uh, the team will say to make this a country every single one of them knew that we had to have a common defense that was that was it so where is the common defense defending us from the people that are coming into our country it's just i think it's unconstitutional i think they have to do it i think the military should be on the border they could stop this the military could stop this instantly here's Here's the challenge for you and me, Michael, and the rest of those listening. You put five new candidates that are going to be running shortly for president of the United States again. We all know Biden's out of the picture, thank God. But who's, who are we? And so we got a lot of bluster and a lot of smack talk coming out of the mouths of uh, five candidates. And some of them are pretty impressive. Uh, Nikki Haley, for example, UN ambassador under Trump and former governor of South Carolina. So there's one, but maybe there's four or five others that are going to want to run for office. Here's my problem. Who do I believe? There's only one in the crowd that I hope runs. His name is Donald Trump. And the only thing I have to say about that man, his actions speak louder than his words. Yeah, he but mean tweets, a, mean tweets, uh, that, you know, those mean tweets that really get under the skin of a lot of people. You know, it's uh, <laughs> I'll take those mean tweets any day right now. And I'll also take a dollar eighty nine cents a gallon, which is what we had under him as well.
You know, one of the things I think people don't, you know, a lot of people do not understand how the president can affect the price of energy. And of course, one of the, the big tenets of the Democratic Party, especially the left wing, is this Green New Deal. They want to completely do away with fossil fuels. The problem is, is that when you start to create strictures where you can't get the fuel to the market, that's called a supply issue. What happens when you have short supply? Well, well it's a typical economic supply and demand. You cut off the supply, the price goes up. And you know, that's what they've done. You, you, I mean, after all, you missed me for three days in a three three um, episodes in a row on Friday morning, and everyone's clamoring, "Where's Gene and Mike?" Exactly, exactly. So it's a supply and demand <laughs> issue. <laughs> exactly. We, we, you know, what do we? So let's just say, let's just say, for example, coming up, and I think that you're going to truly see some epic changes in Washington coming up in the next election cycle. The problem is, as I see it, we still have people in Washington on the, uh, in, in the conservative ranks, we'll call it, the Republican Party. I'm not sure how, how conservative some of them are, but they're going to still be running the place. Is there anything really going to change? Well, you know, uh, Rome, Rome wasn't conquered in a day, right? But uh, when Donald Trump got in there, admittedly, there were even uh, um, uh, dissidents within his the Republican Party ranks that were causing him, causing him heartburn. Uh, Mitch McConnell's got to go. Uh, Speaker, uh, President of the Senate, uh, when we had a majority in the Senate. But Mitch has been um, uh, a little flower at times that has uh, acquiesced and not been a strong supporter of the policies of the president. Uh, you know, uh, you had people within the Republican Party anxious to grill um, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, and, the, and the children of, of Trump. Yet uh, Hunter Biden gets away virtually with murder with this uh, uh, computer laptop issue and uh, Russian, Russian disinformation uh, that it was alleged to be, and only to find out now in the news it's absolutely true, and the media does nothing to put um, Hunter Biden and ergo his father Joe Biden under the same level of scrutiny that they did for weeks with Trump and his children. It's, it, it's a, if, if the people don't see this, uh, uh, this, this, um, this, 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 this conflict in, in uh, this observation, then they deserve what they get if they want more higher gas prices, if they want contentiousness, if they want the loss of free speech in this nation, all of the rights and privileges that we were in touch, that we're blessed with are going to melt away if we don't stand up and get righteousness brought back into government. I didn't ask uh, you to like me when I ran for county commissioner here in Escambia County, Florida. I asked you to believe I was the best guy to get things done, and I did. And you got to look at your leaders in this nation in the same light. I don't go to bed with them every night. I don't need a love affair with them. I need them to get the roads and bridges and the stimulus in place to improve economic development 
for one nation, for all of us, not the select few. And that's what this beautiful democracy is all about. And this woke generation, meaning under 40 years of age, better wipe their noses and get back there, study the history books, and realize what the beauty of this democracy is all about, because you're about to lose it if you don't. Yeah, it's it, it, well said. Thank you. That's, uh, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, the problem, though, when we start talking about getting back the majority, <clears throat> will anything change? Because we've seen this happen before where they tell us, the Republicans I'm talking about, they say, okay, put us back in charge and we'll do this. And then they never do it. You know, nobody ever gets anything done. It was just like the wall. Okay, the, the wall, for most of my adult life, I have heard people talk about, you know, putting a wall up. And you have too. Nobody ever did a damn thing. They didn't ever do it. So, yeah, that's true. you know, I, I think it's important that you take a strong look at who's representing you in Washington. And are they doing the job that you think they should be doing? If they are not, get them out of there. Put somebody else in there. Give somebody else a chance to do whatever it is that you that you feel like needs to be done and ha that they have the ability to do it instead of maybe the guy that's there. Or, you know, if you've got people that are just straight up lying to you, you got to get rid of them. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the wall. You want to watch a wall go up fast when the uh, advances by Russia on Ukraine cease and the skies clear. You watch how fast those Ukrainians build a wall. And you better walk over there and take notes, pull out your notepad, and watch them build a wall overnight. Do the same thing on the southern border, will you? That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, we need to do something, and we need to do something fast. And I just don't think that there is an appetite for that in Washington. I truly believe that most of the people in Washington are, they bought into this globalist idea and they want America to be not the great country that it is. They want it to uh, the lowest common denominator theory. I think you need more velvet hammers or best, <laughs> best yet. You need some more hammers. All you yes. got over there now is a bunch of velvet with no hammer. <laughs> you're exactly right. You're, you're exactly need to need to wrap that velvet around a hammer and go ahead and get the job done. The velvet hammer himself, Gene Valentino. And by the way, folks, you can go to GeneValentino.com. And Gene keeps a, a, a pretty nice little collection of all of our shows that we've done together. It's all at GeneValentino.com. Go there and check it out. And uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're already out of time. You're glad to hear you're feeling and sounding well, Michael. Uh, and I look forward to it next Friday at 7.15. Gotcha. See you then. Take care. Have a great Best weekend. See you guys. Bye-bye. 7.30. That's hammer time. We're back with the weather forecast after a Fox News break. You know, well, I'm a chicken fry. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just...